Hello and welcome to another This Is The Music podcast. This week I'm joined by Nathan, Ryan and Josh of the Rafters, who are an East Lancashire punk rock band formed in Blackburn, Lancashire in 2019. 2021 has already been a busy year for the band with the releases of three new singles, Reasons, Be Forever and Desire. All three songs are brilliant with Desire and Reasons both being a This Is The Music song of the day. So thanks for coming on today, uh, lads. Uh, how are we all doing? Good, oh, thanks. brilliant. Thanks for having us. Good. Good. Steady away. Steady away. to be more positive. It's good to see people in beer guidance. Draw past Dog yeah, in yeah. in Belthor and we're all on it. Not good on you. I'll be in there Thursday. Thursday. What about what about you, Josh? Have you have you made it to the um to the pub yet? No, I'm I'm booked in tomorrow night. Oh nice. It's a shame nice. having to yeah. book in, isn't it? That, that's uh yeah but yeah we're, we're going uh i don't know why yet. do you have to book we are we are booked in for uh, a place in town um it used to be an absolute hellhole so fingers crossed fingers crossed it's still like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's the same uh round where i am we have to book in as well if we want to go so it's a bit of a uh bit of a pain to be honest trying to find a spot but um Hopefully, uh, fingers crossed, maybe find a spot uh, sooner rather than later. Yeah, that's it. That's as it. long as it's not raining, that's, mm. that's fine. Definitely. Always a <clears throat> um, So, can you tell uh, everybody how the band uh, how the band started, how you all met, and um, how you got the name of the band? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nathan, over to you. Well, do you want to say how we met, or? Yeah, go on. How did we? How did me and you meet? Um, you seen me play an awful gig, didn't you? When I was about seventeen, maybe eighteen. Yeah. I, I, my dad was in a band. My dad was in a mod band called the H, and they were they did really well. And I'd blagged my dad to say, "Can I uh, play guitar?" Um, and sing, and I, I don't, mine wasn't awful, but the guys who were singing with me, it were like karaoke, and it were, it were <laughs> awful, weren't it? So then we, I, we're outside with Josh, and then uh, Josh was like, oh, I play drums. So then I'm like, <laughs> let's be friends. <laughs> that friends. that started friends. A, a, another band. That was about yes, we 11, 11 years ago now. Yeah, I think we were. I think we were nineteen. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I, I know Ryan because um, Ryan was in a band called Middle Finger Salute, and I was always extremely envious beyond belief that he was in a band because you were in a band when we were really young, so sixteen. Yeah, and yeah. Watching yeah. you support me, Dad, at King George's, and they were all sort of. I didn't get it at the time. I was an angry young. Chav, I'd say. <laughs> but I just, I, I was confused. I knew I wanted to be up there, but I didn't want to be screaming and shouting. So I was like, I don't really know what's going on. But then, so Raz was always on my agenda. So then when when I'd got all these songs together and stuff, I'd sort of text Josh, um, who's, we're, we're close friends anyway. So we, we'd been practicing and jamming and said, um, I've got a bass player, Raz. And then you knew, you knew Joe. Basically, we just all, it was like a super group. I'd sort of pick Raz because he's mint and I'd pick Joe because he's mint and Josh already knew him and he's class. And I'm just, <laughs> I just scrape it. I scrape, but I blag it. 
I'd like it. Is there any more questions at all? Did we cover it oh, all? The oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, the rafters. Now, I've got two different versions of this story. There's the interesting one, and then there's the actual story, I think, isn't there? Tell, tell the interesting oh, one. Tell the interesting one <laughs> first. No, the interesting one is yeah. um, obviously the rafters venue in Manchester that Joy Division used to play at. And I thought this oh, was the yeah. actual story, and we're named after that. But the other story I've heard is that Nathan, you just stood in the garage <laughs> and you were looking around like, what should it be called? Should it be called no. like, the wheelbarrows, the door, the rafters? And you're like, oh yeah, the rafters. No, oh, my God. You've actually jogged my memory because I swear I was looking at where Joy, that is actually true. So where Joy Division played, a band called the Rafters. But I'd, when someone asked me last time, I'd forgot. So I just yeah. said, oh, because I was looking up at, yeah, so you're right. No, Joy Division played there. In a, and I was like, oh, the Rafters. But I always think like, it's like naming a, a child, you know, they just, that's just the name after a bit. Yeah. But that's Yeah, true. there's some, there's some, there's some bad names out there, but I think, I think it works as a name. It's a good I, name. I like the something. Yeah. It was always going to be the something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it going to be the something or Nat Griff's High Flying Turds? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was an option. Is, um, is, is that venue still there? As I'm, as, as I'm no, down in the humble south, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a clue. No, yeah. no, I think it got knocked down before we were born, probably. Oh, okay, right, right. Um, it was like an historic venue. I think it was the first. I was watching a, doc a documentary about Joy Division, and I, and I think it was like one of the first places that they played. A summer. I might be lying about that. I'm not sure. But, mm. Oh, okay. But yeah, that is the story. Yeah. So yeah. we'll go with the interesting one. Yeah, I, 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 I found that really interesting. To be honest, that's really. really <laughs> me, me too. <laughs> me too. I really did. <laughs> I did too because I never even knew that story. There you go. So it was an educational was, uh, as well, this podcast. Yeah, so yeah. We've got it all going on. <laughs> I didn't even know that that's why we were named that. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we've made a very good start to this, I think. There you go. Happy days. So I'm guessing, um, obviously, the Joy Division probably had a, um, a bit of an influence on you growing up. Um, is that true? And were there any other bands that had a, had a big impact on you guys at all? Ooh. Uh, should we, should we, yeah, yeah, for me, my, my dad used to play Joy Division and I didn't get it. I was about 11, 12, and I, I didn't understand his voice, I didn't understand why, why they were seemingly so dark and angry. And then, about I think a few years later, I just it all, it all clicked for me anyway. Nathan, I don't know, are you, are you a big Joy Division no. fan because there isn't that much to go at. In no. terms of like no. back catalogue, there's only there's only two albums, and then I, I, um, I find the story of Ian Curtis probably more interesting than the actual music. <laughs> Do you know? I, I I like the darkness of it all. To be honest, I, I like a tune or two, but I'm not a massive Joy Division fan. To be honest, I won't sit down and listen to a Joy Division album. I'd end up sticking my head in an oven. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Tuesday night. <laughs> yeah. I, I I like that that Joy Division became something else as well, something completely different. And from what Joy Division did, then 
which was like post punk, then became New Order, which was then like started a completely new genre. Yeah, I like the story of it. Yeah, sure. Like, I, I I prefer Joy Division to to New Order. I'd, I'd say. Yeah. Raz, you, but yeah, you, you like your. Uh, I, oh, I'd say we've all got a, a bit of different different sort of music tastes. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. D- um, Raz, you you you're into, uh, like American punky stuff, aren't you? And um, what are they called? What's that? What's that band called? It. Who am I thinking of? Rancid. Rancid, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I'm, yeah. I'm joking. I've never heard of them. <laughs> you've never heard of them? Of course no. you've heard of them. Rancid. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, probably The Jam, Weller, um, Buscocks. Buscocks massively. When I, when, I was last, when I was young, I saw Twisted Wheel play, Sport Oasis, um, Manchester Band, and I was like, that is unbelievable. Um, but I, I was really lucky. I was brought up in an environment around music, and I was watching, I was watching my dad practice at like, you know, from from six, like in a practice room. So I was always brought up with it. So I was always lucky. But probably the Buscocks really had a massive effect on me when I heard them. Um, but then I, I like a lot of other stuff as well. A lot of stuff with lyrics and things like that. John Lennon, Will Cole yeah. Johnson, Will Cole Johnson, obsessed with Doctor Feelgood. When, do you know what? I actually lost my mind when I first saw Dr. Feelgood. Lost the, the plot. Just Wilco Johnson playing guitar. I was like, wow. I got to meet him, didn't I? Remember? I got to, do you know I got to meet him? Yeah. yeah. Wow. You had to buy a book and get it signed, but I didn't buy a book. <laughs> I just went round and shook his hand. And then I thought, oh, I'll go around again. <laughs> I said, you twin. <laughs> I did. In readers. He was doing a guitar demonstration. So I yeah, yeah. quite diverse. Quite diverse. Yeah, um, interesting that you've uh, mentioned Twisted Will there in particular. Um, I think they're a band. I mean, I'm a big, big, massive fan of them uh, myself. And um, for me, they're a band. I think that have really gone sort of under the radar quite a lot. Massively, m- massively. I think a lot about uh, uh, to do with that. Probably Johnny Brown's Demons. Yeah, maybe. But musically, the first album just. Mm-hmm. It's just me all over, and I probably try, and that's probably had the biggest influence on on the way that that I write these songs and stuff like that, and the imagery that he wrote and stuff. But yeah, massively gone under radio. Such a shame, really, because I think his second album was pretty. Were some, uh, it was just off his head, I think. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it on that one. <laughs> Absolutely off his tits. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I got to meet him once, and I'm well, I, I was upset. Like, upset. <laughs> yeah, he was. I was there. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Oh wow, some great, um, some great influences there, and um, interesting. You know, uh, some of the ones have already got on there as well. Um, bands that maybe people have probably forgotten about a little bit as well. Um, yeah. But all, all classics uh, and legendary bands, I think, in um, in their own right. So. I think I might already know the answer to this because you've mentioned about parents and stuff playing in, in different bands. Um, so we won't we won't count them as such in this. Um, but can you remember what the first gig was that you ever went to? Oh, uh, yeah, My, mine was Motorhead. It was a oh. it was an experience. 
Gordian. <laughs> Excellent. Well, yeah. Mum. Definitely. I was yeah, I was fourteen. Manchester Apollo. Yeah. It was so loud I didn't even know what the songs were. It they were playing <laughs> Ace of Spades. And I was like, what's this? What's this? I don't even know what this is. Yeah. And I just remember after every song, Lenny was like, turn up the volume. <laughs> <laughs> turn it down. Can't even myself yeah. think. <laughs> <laughs> but that was my first gig. Nice. And what um and what about you, uh, uh, Josh? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I re- I, yeah, I have. I used to go to a lot. The first... One of the first gigs I ever went to was um, in a venue with Stiff Little Fingers yeah. in Blackburn. I was at that gig. In fact, I was... Nathan, you, you, were, you were with me that night. We were only yeah. 16. Yeah. Um. And uh, but I think that year I'd been to Leeds Festival for the first time as well. And the first band I saw at Leeds Festival was the Ordinary Boys, with uh Preston. Yeah. He calls. Yeah. 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 Was, yeah, yeah. was this? Uh, yeah. The, he went on Big Brother and. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 This must have been two thousand and five. Yeah. Two thousand and six. And yeah, we we got to we got to, I got to Leeds Festival with my dad, and we were only staying for one night. We were sleeping in the back of the transit van, and uh, I think we got there like mid afternoon, and we went to see. They they were the they were just on. Uh, we we got the program thing, and ordinary boys were just coming on, so we went and watched them. And I I used to really like. In fact, the first ordinary boys album is fantastic. It's a bit scar. It's a bit there's you know there's trumpets and all sorts going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they, yeah, uh, that, that, that might have been the first band I ever proper saw. I think maybe yeah. it might have been Stiff Little Fingers, but who were the headliners that year, Josh? At Reading, Leeds, sorry. Um, oh god, this is half my life ago. I know that's bad, <laughs> isn't it? Um, I think that year we saw Franz Ferdinand, Morrissey. Oh, who was the headliner? I can't even remember. I, saw, I know I saw Radiohead one year. I saw Arctic Monkeys one year, but I think they they were later. I'd have to ask my dad. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember. It might have been Killers. Yeah. I saw them one year as well. Um. Oh no! I know who it is. I know who it is. Sorry, sorry. I've got the. I've got the. It was Razorlight. Oh wow! How it was Razorlight. Uh, their heights, yeah, because Razorlight were massive for a couple of years. Yeah. It was Razorlight, Edline, and we left. We didn't watch them. We went to go and watch Ash instead in the tent. Yeah, I definitely Ash, Ash were fantastic. Um, yeah, so that, that was the... So probably Ash would be the first headlining band that I ever saw. Yeah, they, they were very good. Uh, Johnny Barrow used to wear white jeans, and that always put me off him. Mm. Yeah, never a uh, never a good look on stage. That is it. The, uh, the white. No, ask Nathan. Ask Nathan's dad because he used to wear them as oh, well. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've I've worn him for a gig. Anna, remember? Yeah, you did. Yeah, oh, King damn. George's all yeah. supporting Bruce Foxton. Oh wow! wow. I didn't talk to oh, us. Yeah, no one. No wonder he didn't like us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what about you, Nathan? Can you remember your your first gig? 
Yeah, well, probably like Josh said, like I used to watch a lot with, with like, I know I keep on, like my dad's lot, you know, Stiff Little mm. Fingers from the Jam, Buscocks. I used to get, I was lucky I got took to a lot of gigs when I was little, you know, when I wasn't supposed to probably be in there. Um, so I can't really remember, but yeah. Yeah, that, probably one of those gigs when I was when I was younger. Maybe Stiff Little Fingers, which was not a bad one to watch. Oh, Stiff Little Fingers, I, I know they're, they're in their 60s now, but you go and watch them now and they're still... They're yeah, one of the live. live bands out there. Yeah. yeah, they're unbelievable. They're so good, and um, yeah. it, I think he'll keep playing until the day he dies. Jake Burns, he's a yeah. he's a machine. Okay, I'm, I'm, I've, good I've band. Been, I've, I've never um, I've never actually seen them live, but uh, maybe I'll have to yeah, make up ones, uh, ones to watch. Uh, ones yeah. get back to 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 um to live gigs and stuff now. Um. So obviously your single uh, "Slipping Away" uh, featured on uh, the legendary uh, TV show, uh, football show, even uh, Soccer AM. Um, where were we? Where were you uh, when you found out that the song was being used as a feature on the um, on the show? Well, it's, we, we I got it was it was Fenners that got in touch and said, "Listen, like I like it," but I pestered him like mad, so yeah. So probably in the pub when I got the first text back and I was bouncing around. But then he's been in touch since, like about two weeks ago, um, saying that like we, we'd sent him, oh, it was reasons that I'd sent him, but I'd wrote, I'd wrote a letter this time. Do you know? Like, yeah. He wasn't coming back to me. So I'd wrote a letter. I know he's proper busy, um, but... You need, you need to leave that man alone. Yeah, yeah keep sending him love leave, letters. Leave That's him cool. alone. Pestering him. My next letter will be restraining order. I get back. Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'd recently like um, I'd penned a lot of like handwritten letters to to some very different people. You know, um, sent them off. See what happens. Um, see what we get back. I think that's the way to do it. You know, pester. You need to do something different rather than just texting people and messaging them on Instagram. I think everyone can do that, but. The, the way I see it is that you need to be something different. I've got some other plans up my sleeve that I'm going to pull out. <laughs> <laughs> so with um, with reasons, was that um, was that to get into like featuring like when the goals were going in, or was that to get you guys actually on? I, the I'd, I'd asked, yeah, I'd asked, I'd asked for it. Could it feature uh, where the goals are going in? But even better would be imagine if we got on like it'd be insane. Oh. But we'll see. Yeah, see, oh. see what happens. Okay, so 2021 obviously has already been a uh, very busy time for you guys. We mentioned at the start, you've released Reasons, Be Forever and Desire. Um, what I would like to know is, do each of you have a favourite out of them three songs? Oh, good question. Uh, favourite to listen to or favourite to play? Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, See, I've, I've, flipped, I've flipped it. You I've have, you've done, it. mate. I wasn't, I'm not prepared. <laughs> There you go. Um, let's um, let's let's go both. All right. Okay. Uh, is it, anyone could jump in while I think about this if they want. I'm just gonna say reasons for both. Yeah. Reasons for both. Reasons for both. Yeah. Just just for the energy. Yeah. More energy. It's fun to play. Easy. I only play about four chords in it. So. Yeah. I only know four chords, which is good. <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> Reasons for me is very difficult to play. There's there's two parts in the song which are hard yeah, to play live. Um, but it is it. I, 
yeah, I think that's probably the best song out of the three, like as a whole. Um, I like Be Forever, and I, I always since the your fir- the first time you ever played it to me. I like yeah. that song before it. It was just a chorus in the beginning, weren't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I've always liked that song. I like yeah. Desire as a how it sounds like that's the studio recording. I think it sounds big and it and uh, I think we do that justice when we when we play it live. Yeah. I would say yeah, be, be forever is probably my favorite of the of the three. And then, but reasons to play live because it's difficult, but it is it's it's enjoyable. What's go on? What's yours now? What's your favorite? <laughs> um, I think I've already given my answers to this on uh, on Instagram um, when I made Desires my song of the day. Uh, yeah. and I put in there that it, is had, that the... it had the, uh, the like I thought it had like the guitars made it sound a little bit like BRMC a little bit. And I like the yeah. drums on it and the um and the bass line as well. That's that's what and it's not just because it's the latest single, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, no, just uh, just just for that really. I, I just like everything about it. It sounds and it sounded um really good as well on the um uh, the live uh, stream that obviously came out a couple of days ago as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I, I don't know. I think that that surprises me a little bit. I think. I don't know. I think reasons is the has been the best received. Or have I got that wrong? I think it has. Yeah. Yeah. They've all been they've all been absolute gems, Josh. So yeah, to be yeah. (laughs) No, No, I agree with that. Definitely. No, I'm only joking. They've all they've all been done well, haven't they? They've, they've, They've it's been well received they've all none of them have been slit no one would slate them would they until you get massively known then then people start slating but at the moment everyone's everyone's pretty you know because it's quite scary putting something out that you've created i think that it's, you're quite vulnerable to to stuff if you if you you, you that's you in there you've created something because yeah, because when we're doing it mate we 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 just think it sounds good in practice room mm-hmm. yeah you're like, you, 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 you know, you, you take a recording on your phone, you video it, you get a voice recording, and you're like, oh, yeah, it, you know, there's a there's a verse there, there's a chorus, there's a little bridge. It sounds all right. It's a song, it's structured. And then you go into studio, and that's so much fun. Yeah. And you just get a bit carried away with it, don't you? But then there is that element that maybe, uh, you know, when, when you do release it, what if no one listens to it? <laughs> what, if, yeah. what if no one likes it? Like... Yeah, no, totally, totally understandable there um, on that. But I, I think, as uh, as Nathan said, I think they've all all three songs have been really, really well received um, at mm-hmm. the minute. So hopefully, you know, as you go on, long may that um, long may that continue. Yeah, yeah. So well, um, it will, it will, because I think we're we are going to go. We're recording again in a few weeks, so yeah, yeah. Um, we're we're gonna try and get another couple of songs done in the next month or so. Nice. Which yeah. well, yeah. Um we're we're closing in on a I don't know, having an album's worth at at some stage. Fantastic. It sounds like it's gonna be a um a busy couple of months and a really exciting time for you guys. Mm. Yeah. So um where does the inspiration then come from the writing of the songs? I mean, Reasons, for example, covers a range of topics 
there's a bit of anger and maybe confusion in there. And um, I think I've read a quote somewhere from you, Nathan, that he says the song mentions your old postman. How did um, <laughs> how did how did he end up in the song? The old postman is that the postman? No, the so the, the postman was uh, it was at the beginning of lockdown when I, I literally had no faith. Oh no, it wasn't. It was the scam. Do you know with the uh, the PPE um, PPE scam where they did it and there was a bit of backhanding going on. And yeah. they did it wrong, and it came back, and I was like, I was, so, I was just so fuming with, with, with everything. And then uh, my next door, but one neighbour, she's a, a woman, and I was chatting to her outside about how angry I were at like the government and stuff. And then she said, um, a bloke who I've been working with uh, for a long time has been sacked for, for for like stealing birthday card money and stuff. And I was like, what is everyone's problem? Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> You know, so uh, I, that, I just it was just a bit of a cheeky idea, really, that I, that I wrote in, in into the song. Really, I weren't actually going to put it in, but then um, the producer were like, "Yeah, the good lyrics." Then, so I just thought, "Oh, keep them in." It's a it's a clever it's a clever line, though, isn't it? The uh, I think he'll get the sack. Yeah, I think he'll get the sack. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a I think it's a clever line. Apart from apart from it doesn't rhyme. <laughs> it's it's the only it's the only line in the entire song that doesn't yeah. actually rhyme. Um but it, I think it is it's smart. I have I still I had no idea what the story was behind that. I'm learning here as well. We're all learning. We're, talk, we're talking about songs that I'm yeah, I'm in this band and I didn't even know this. <laughs> there you go. There you go. We said at the top we're not just music, we are educational material as well. So win-win all round, I reckon. <laughs> so um we obviously touched on this a couple of times. Um, but you've obviously recently played a secret gig uh for Sun Sunbird Records, um, which I thought was fantastic, and I really love the energy that, that was shown by 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 you guys when you was on uh, on stage. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, check over to uh, head over, sorry, to uh the band's YouTube channel to hear it and you won't be disappointed. Um, so I'm guessing that live gigs are central to the sounds and the ethos of the band. Is, is that fair to say? So this is yeah. the thing. We, we've only actually done two live gigs, you know. Wow, really? really? Oh, I generally have oh, no idea. Like uh, that surprises yeah. me looking at, looking at that, um, at what you played we just mentioned there. So we recorded three that, that songs a, before... A gig, really. That's a gig, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we recorded the first three songs this, uh, that the batch were slipping away. Yeah, uh, Ghost Train and Don't Waste My Time. We recorded them in, I want to say, summer, summer 2019, and we didn't actually do a gig until October. October was our first gig of 2019. I then went traveling for four months, I went away. Came back in March of last year, 2020, and we immediately went on lockdown. So we, we haven't been able to gig up until October of last year um, when you could go to a venue and have like table service. Yeah. So the pubs, yeah. pubs open. We did, a, we did a gig in Preston supporting a band. So that was the second gig we've ever done. And then what you saw on that live stream is the third gig. Right. So, gigging wise, we've all we're all very well gigged in other bands in the yeah. past, you know, ten years or so. Mm -hmm. But as this band, we've only actually done two live gigs to audience. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah. As, as I say, I wouldn't have known. Generally, wouldn't have known that. As I say, it was 
it was full on. Um, and so it was a lot of energy as well, which is that personal uh, personal opinion. And that's what I love to see. Because you can't really fake it on stage, <clears> can you? No. Not when you're playing live. Like, you can obviously overdub or whatever in the studio, but yeah, live, that, that's it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. For, for me, like, it's sort of... When, when you're singing songs, like... The, the songs that mean something to us that we, we've created them like the, the lyrics that I've written like we've done it together as a, as a group and I, I just feel like I've been so much more passionate because I believe what I'm saying you know I'm trying to I'm, I'm, I'm sort of gotten angry like it's good for me. I like sort of release emotion through you know I'm happy as Larry all the time and then I get on stage and I'm like like with small man syndrome I'm like really like come on you know <laughs> so, like, but you can't really, you can't really take that anymore. <laughs> Be, being so angry about stuff, I don't even know what I'm angry about sometimes. But... <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm guessing um, that obviously for the rest of this year, now that we're getting back to some to some sort of normality, uh, that you're going to be looking to try and get as many gigs. Uh, booked in as you can and unless you've already got yeah. some or yeah. yeah we've got some in the promoters haven't really said um, they haven't announced them yet so I wouldn't want to announce anything but yeah. we have got some uh, October we've booked two gigs um, one in our own town one further afield um, in the Midlands uh, but they're, they're going to be big gigs we're, we're, the, the stuff that we've done that we recorded we're hope, hoping that it's going to you know we'll get some good gigs off it I think well, we already are starting to get some things, so yeah. Fantastic. Um, 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 so what would you say uh, that makes you guys stand out as a band? Um, why should we go and listen to you? Oh. Um, I, it's, I, I'd probably answer it. We're honest, passionate, catchy songs. I don't think, I think we're doing something that other people aren't musically. Um, going back to basics, but with a little twist. Back to basic, basic punk rock and roll, but with a modern twist, I'd say. And if you see us live, we just give, give it death. You know, it's life or death on the stage, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um... A great answer there with the last the last question about why people should um, should listen to you. Um, a bit of a um, uh, a sort of a norm of a uh, new music question, really. Um, what sort of music are you listening to at the moment, or are you into the bands that you were talking about at the beginning of the podcast that, that have influenced you? Are you still sort of you know just just listening to them, or is there anyone else at the minute that's catching your eye at all? I'm going to take this question right away because I've got a band who are fantastic. Who I found on, I want to say, Songbird HQ. Yeah, HQ. I, I know what you're going to yeah. say immediately. You know, right, because I think you I like do. them, because I think that's a bit more of your cup of tea, like me. Uh, the band are called Ariel Salad, which... Nah, that's not them. <laughs> oh! Right. Well, the, the band are called Ariel Salad, which is an awful name for a band. I'm sorry. Terrible name for a band, but they're fantastic. They're, they're really, really good. They've got two albums out. Um, one of them's just been taken off Apple Music, actually, and I don't know why. It's been split into a single rather than it's a full album. 
but they're excellent. I'm also listening to loads of DMX at the minute. Um, rest in peace. Uh, and that's about it for me. How about you, Ryan? Um, shame. Shame is a big one. Who's shame? Oh, yeah. You got me then, didn't you? Love shame. Yeah, I like shame. D. Um, yeah. What, what are the band called? The, uh, the band from Dublin. They sound like shame. Um, yeah, Clockwork. 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 Oh, yeah, they're really good. Clockwork are fantastic. Are really yeah. Good. Yeah. They need yeah. they need to get recording an album because it's going to be a banger, especially. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's that? What's that new? It's not the newest song. It was the last single, and it starts. And the line is, "It was Tuesday, and it was bleak." What? I can't remember what the song's called. Uh, enough is never yeah. enough. Is it called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Brilliant it's song all- that. It's got some great lyrics in it. Uh, the la- one of the last, like the last verse of the song, or the, the outro of the song is is genius. Uh, lyrically, smart band. Um, yeah, I hope they do well because they're they're decent. They're really good. Irish. There's a lot of Irish bands out at minute that are doing really well. Fontaines is one. Uh, Murder Capital. Yep. They're they're fantastic as well. Mm. What are you listening to, Nathan? I, I would I would pig? say recently. Yeah, well, a lot of that at the moment. I just yeah, I've got a four month old child, so it's more dancing shapes. No, it's dancing fruit. <laughs> Let me tell you that watermelon. <laughs> Baby you shark. for that. Goes, no, we're not on shark yet. Crazy, you loving it. Baby <laughs> shark. Um, not recently, I'd say probably Fontaine's had a massive impact on me. Lyrically, I think they're unbelievable, like poems. See, I, I'd said before, I'm a school teacher and I've used some of their, their work as, as sort of guided reads in my class, you know. Like things about repetition and the way that they sort of construct and write the songs blow me away. Too, is it too real for you? I was like, I love that. Um, Latham's from Wigan. Yeah. He's got an unreal voice. Love them. Like you said, Clockworks. Um, and then I've been obsessed with Supergrass' first album, Asha Coco, 1994, 95, maybe. Um, first Supergrass album. I had it on this morning walking to work and it's writing. Punk. Good. Oh, yeah. I want to drag what, what, one more uh, that I've been listening to laws recently is Amazon's first album from a few years ago. <sighs> that thing is an absolute masterpiece. It just sounds enormous. It's, it's, it's like stadium music it's in your ears. Brilliant album. Can't remember what it's called. Amazon's first album. Yeah. Good job. Cracker. Some, uh, some absolute great, great answers in there. And, um, Obviously, people should listen to your music first, but if you have got spare five minutes, if you've got a spare five minutes, put Fontaine's DC on by all means. But yeah, go and listen to Reasons right now. It's available in all outlets. <laughs> <laughs> we are available for birthday parties, bar mitzvahs, christenings, weddings, um, funerals. Anything you want, You're we'll there. be there. Book us. <laughs> so, um, if you guys were um, creating a super group made up of five musical legends, who would be in it? I'd say we pick one oh. each. Yeah, yeah. Go on then. Oh no, no. Right, you pick one, and then I'm going to work off it. I'm going to. Yeah, go on. You pick one right yeah. now. Right. I know you're going to say. I'm, I'm going to go for front man. 
I'm going to say right. Kurt Cobain. Oh, Kurt Cobain, interesting. I wasn't expecting that at all. No, I wasn't. I was expecting <laughs> Paul Weller. I was expecting yeah. Paul Weller. Right, so what, what are we saying then? Are we, going to, are we going to say two guitarists, one bassist, one drums? Yeah, yeah. Classic lineup. Right. Okay, so I'll I'll go. I'm not going to pick the drummer. I'll leave that to someone else. You shouldn't. You should have picked the drummer. Actually, I'll pick a guitarist. Um, I'm going to go. Let's have Kurt Cobain and let's have John Squire. Yeah. So the Storm Roses. Let's have that. Interesting. Oh, I had a better one than that. Now. Bass oh, player. Bass player. John Entwistle. I'd say John and Twistle if I, if I can. Yeah. All right. I think a guitarist. Yeah, Johnny Mars. Uh, Johnny Moore and John Squire in the same band. Oh my That'd God, be, there'd be an yeah. explosion. <laughs> there would be an explosion. I, I, there'd be, oh, Manchester City Centre would be on fire. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine that though, those two with Kurt Cobain singing. Would that even work? Probably not, no. We haven't even got a drummer. We haven't even got a drummer. Right, well, let's... How wild are we a drummer for these lot? Ringo Snyder. Um, no, get Stuart Copeland in there just to, to do some outrageous uh, Jamaican dancehall drum beats. Stuart Copeland. Yeah, let's do it. Police drummer. <laughs> Johnny Moore, John Squire, Kurt Cobain. <laughs> And and John Entwistle. John <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, what I wanna, a great combo! <laughs> I want to I want to say it'll never work, but oh, it'd be amazing if we could get that up. You know, like as holograms or something. Yeah, I'm sure. Half of them are dead. <laughs> I'm sure that people would have paid, or maybe would for the hologram, would pay good money to see that. So I don't um, think I've ever ever seen a supergroup. No. Did anyone... Oh, do you remember when um, uh, Queens of the Stone Age did that supergroup with Dave Grohl and, and Josh Holm and him out of... Uh, did anyone get oh, to see yeah. that? Raz, did, did you get to see them? Crooked Vultures. What were they called? Crooked I can hear the song in my head, but what were they called? Crooked... They, they, these Crooked Vultures, I think they were called, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you see them? I didn't see them. I know what you mean, though. They were good. Uh, anyway, sorry, I went off on one then. So um, that is unfortunately the end of the podcast. Uh, thanks very much uh, to the rafters for joining me. I've had a great time, um, and I hope that you three have as well. Um, and I hope that everyone is listening in uh, to this uh, and has enjoyed it, and, and, uh, and obviously finding out a little bit more about the band, how they started, their musical influences, and a little bit of their backstory and their three recent singles, which we've already established are absolutely fantastic. Um, don't forget to follow the band across their social media channels, buy their records and get down to a gig. Um, I wish the band every success for the future. And from what I've heard so far, I think that that's definitely, definitely going to happen. Um, to those still listening, uh, please click subscribe on your podcast listening provider and tell all your, your friends. Uh, thanks again, guys, for coming on and uh, we'll see you all somewhere down the road. Thank oh, yeah. you Thank very you much so for having us. Really appreciate it, Mike. Yeah, it's been brilliant. Thank oh, you, mate. Thanks very much. Not a problem. Yeah, you were great. The best, great questions. Fantastic questions. <laughs>